Hi, I'm Gabriel Carrillo from the EdTech Bytes podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Well, hey there, Burned and Teacher. Welcome to the Burned and Teacher podcast. Today, I am going to answer a question that I get asked a lot when being interviewed and even most recently on social media. I'll tell you about that in a little bit. And the question is, Amber, what the heck is a burned-in teacher anyway? What I've learned is that when your brand is questioned, it's a good thing because it means that you've made an impact in some way, either positively or negatively, and you've turned heads and made people wonder about you. This offers you a chance to become more self-aware of what you stand for and who your people are, therefore solidifying what you will and will not settle for in this life. This is important because when you decide to never settle for going back to that place of burnout, well, that means that you are well on your way to becoming a burned-in teacher, and I'm laying that path out for you here today. Let's go. Welcome to the Burned-In Teacher Podcast. I'm Amber Harper, and the educators on this podcast are brave enough to share their stories of burnout with the world. On BIT, we get real, we get honest, and we take action. Action against the burnout with stories from burned out teachers, advice from experts, and actionable steps you can take today to beat the burnout and become a happier, more fulfilled human being. Let's get started. All right, here we are in episode 70 already of the Burned In Teacher podcast, one part burnout and all other parts, action, inspiration, and support for teachers dealing with burnout. If we've never met before, hello, I am Amber Harper, your host, creator of burnedinteacher.com and all things Burned In, and I'm so excited that you're here with us today. Today, I'm going to be unpacking some heavy stuff. I'm going to take you on what I call the Burned In Teacher Success Path. And I lay it out in my free ebook. It's called Stages, and it walks you through the six stages of burnout that, that you could be experiencing right now. Now, if you've already taken the teacher burnout quiz, especially in the last month, then you have already had this ebook land in your inbox. But what I want to offer you is an opportunity to uh, grab the ebook if you've missed it for some reason or you've taken the teacher burnout quiz and uh, you don't want to take it again. <laughs> so go to burnedinteacher.com slash stages and you will get this ebook in your inbox and you'll be able to read through and process and digest what these different stages on the burned in teacher success path actually look like. All right. So I'm going to start today's episode with a story. I'm going to try to make it quick and to the point. You know, it was really interesting that last week's episode was all about the crabs in your life and the terror downers and the builder uppers um, because I actually had an experience that um, could have really um, torn, torn, torn me down, teared me down. (laughs) I love that I like work out words um, during these podcast episodes. But anyway, um, on Mother's Day, um, it was announced on Twitter that Hacking Teacher Burnout was coming out in 2020. Um, I announced it and um, Times 10 Publishing, Mark Barnes announced it, and I was so excited to see people's reactions. So um, late morning, I checked Twitter and was excited to see the different responses um, and maybe questions that people had. 
And actually, it was quite the opposite experience. I have never in my life actually experienced a troll, but that is exactly what I experienced on Sunday. Um, People are mean. And I'm telling you what, um, it was really another chance and experience for me to go through the burned-in process because, again, I feel like I could say this until I'm blue in the face, burned-in is a process and strategies to access and to have in your back pocket when things get hard, whether it's a long drawn out hardship, such as the pandemic and teaching virtually, or if it's something that just kind of leaps up and smacks you in the face. And um, I'm not going to go into what was said or who said it. It's really not important. What is important is that when I was met with this hardship and this questioning, of questioning of not just what burned in means and what it means to be a burned in teacher, but when I felt like my brand was questioned and I felt like my intentions and my core values, basically everything that I stand for, I felt was questioned um, on Twitter. And, and honestly, that's okay. And that's why in this introduction, I said, you know, this is a chance for us to become self-aware. And if we feel like we've had a negative or a positive impact on somebody um, or something else, you know, it's a chance for us to step back and say, okay, why did this happen? Um, Is this something I can control or is it something I can't control? And, you know, I think I said it last week on the podcast too, other people's opinions of you are none of your business. And really, I had to internalize this and believe this myself because um, these people, I have to show them grace and I had to practice positive intent and believe that they didn't mean to, to be malicious and mean. Um, I don't mind being questioned, but it it just was in a way that was certainly not constructive. And luckily, um, I went back. <laughs> I shouldn't have done this, but I did. I went back to, to read the thread again just to kind of reprocess yesterday. And whoever started the thread actually took it down. So if you are listening today out of curiosity, hopefully you're educating yourself about, you know, what Burn-In Teacher stands for. Um, thank you. I really I really do appreciate it. It means a lot to me that, that you are self-reflective. Um, so that being said, I realized that I need to make sure that you understand that if your brand is questioned or if you are talking about Burned-In Teacher, that you are able to articulate what it means. Because when I read these comments and these questions and saw these gifts and everything, I automatically went to a victimized place. I went to a level stage zero. I I was absolutely horrified. And I wanted to comment back and I wanted to defend myself. But honestly, it wouldn't have been helpful. It wouldn't have been helpful. They didn't want to understand. And that's okay. That's their choice. But I had a choice of how I was going to either react. And now I know that I'm going to be proactive by launching this episode and making sure that you are clear on what a burned-in teacher is. Now, when this happened, I actually listened to a TED Talk. And I will link it in the show notes. And it was all about how to deal with internet trolls. And it was so entertaining and, and so affirming that um, I did the right thing by not reacting, by not um, answering their questions. 
Um, so I'm going to link it in there. But so some of the things that I want to make sure that you know about when you are met with hardship and when people question you, um, these are a couple of the things that I took away from the TED Talk because a really a lot of it has to do with the fact that when you are doing something different, again, like I said last week, when you're doing something different, when you're not following the natural path that everybody else is following, you're going to be questioned and you're going to be scrutinized because they don't understand it. And honestly, a lot of times when problems are caused um, and people get angry or upset, it's out of fear and it's out of misunderstanding because it's different. And different is scary to a lot of people. So um, a couple of things that I learned. Number one, ignore. When when people are intentionally mean and malicious, um, instead of seeking to understand, good old Stephen Covey, um, <laughs> When they're being malicious, you ignore it. Because all internet trolls are, are bullies. They're just people that are trying to get a rise out of you. And so number one, ignore. Number two, wait. So I ignored and I waited. The third thing was to kill them with kindness. You know, I I decided against um, responding at all. But if I would have, I would have said something like, um, you know, thank you so much for your opinion. I respect that. Something along those lines, but I did not. I chose to just stop at ignoring. So after um, waiting and after killing with kindness, you can choose to respond in um, in a humorous way. And that was another thing. I was thinking of all the funny things I could respond with. But again, I just chose to ignore. So I just wanted to to tell you what I tell my daughters all the time. No matter how old you are, no matter what profession you're in, no matter what your core values, no matter what you're doing to impact the world in a positive way, you are going to be met with resistance. You're going to be met with people who are just mean. And it just is. (laughs) Radical acceptance. It just is. And nobody's immune to it. All right? But What's interesting about that happening, number one, is it was complete and total irony because I had already recorded the episode about, you know, why who you surround yourself with matters. And this is why. Because I surround myself with people who are going to be real with me and they are going to help me to see if I am in the wrong or in the right and they're going to stand up for me. And that's exactly what happened. And that's how you know you have the right people surrounding you is they're going to, you know, the same person that I reached out to, Gretchen Bridgers, the same same person I reached out to um, to ask for her opinion is the same person that was real with me when I made a mistake a few weeks ago. So it is really important that you have people in your life who are going to tell you the hard things, but they're also going to have your back when you need it the most. And that is a burned in teacher, my friends. And that's why I say I am a practitioner of my own process because if I wouldn't have began where I was and thought, why is this so upsetting to me? And then understood my teacher brand and thought, how would somebody with my brand react to this? Well, I wouldn't react. I would be proactive. I would talk about it, right? That's why I'm here now. Reflecting on my challenges. Why is this challenging me? Is this challenging my ego? Because it kind of was, but then... My ego isn't important here. What's important is that I set a good example. And that's why instead I am releasing this podcast episode, answering the question, what is a burned in teacher? So we're going to get into this right now. So in this stages ebook, you will see that there is level zero through 
five, all right? Now, level zero is easy to identify. Level zero is completely and totally burned out. Okay, this is sticky because if you're already listening to this podcast, you're probably not at a stage zero. And the reason is, is because you are doing something. You are educating yourself. And when you are at a level zero, you see no point in doing anything, getting out of bed, talking to friends about it, even going to work. Okay, you're super ashamed and sad and isolated and alone in this place of burnout. Okay, so that's stage zero. But there are actually five other stages that I want to make sure that you know the names of as I take you through what you can think, feel, and do to move to the next stage. So stage one is the next stage, and that's build your spark. Stage two is build your ignition. Stage three is build your flame. Stage four is build your fire. And stage five is, you guessed it, burned in. Okay, so there are different levels that you will go through in your journey to become a burned in teacher. So I already explained level zero, but um, in this ebook, what I will tell you is how you can get to the next stage. So if you are at a level zero or you know somebody who is, here's what they can think, say, and do to try to get themselves to a level or a stage one. Okay, so if you're a stage zero, you don't feel like doing anything, you don't even feel like going to work, getting out of bed, all right? Here's what you can think. I am capable and worthy of change. You can say something to yourself or to a colleague of, I'm feeling burned out, I need help. Basically, you just start opening the conversation. And what you can do is you can identify your burnout type. So this is where it all begins. So going to burnedinteacher.com slash burnout quiz, taking the quiz, you know, allowing yourself to say, I'm not only burned out, but I'm burned and over it. I'm so negative and so apathetic. I need help. And then the next stage, now there are definitely more things that you can think, say, and do, but for the sake of making this short and to the point, I'm just going to tell you a couple and then you can get this ebook yourself. So stage one is build your spark. So this is where you are still consumed with negativity or guilt or you blame yourself or you blame others for where you are right now. Your self-talk and your outward conversations are clearly reflecting your feelings of victimization and you feel like you're the only, you feel like the only option is to quit education and to do something else. So to get to the next stage from a stage one is you need to tell yourself, I am capable and worthy of trying something new. You know this about Burned In Teacher. You know this about me. If you don't do something different, you will not get different results. So you have to think to yourself, I have, I am capable and I'm worthy of doing something new or trying something new because you know also that Try It Out Trevor says, I am brave enough to try new things, make mistakes, and learn from them. So some things you can say to maybe your administrator or a colleague is, how do you do that? Or can you help me understand And then something that you can do is you can find positive affirmations to replace the negative things that you say and repeat those positive things often. Your journey is going to begin and end with your mindset and the stories or the lies that you tell yourself. So we've got to get some positive affirmations in your brain. That is something you can do to move to stage two, which is build your ignition. All right, build your ignition is where you are now validated. A lot of times when people take the teacher burnout quiz and they get their burnout type and they start to learn about these different stages on the burned in teacher success path, they're validated. You go from a zero to a two. You're not crazy. You're not a bad person. Now you're validated and you're curious. 
okay? So you are curious and now you're on your path. You're on your journey. You're starting to ask questions. You're opening conversations, not only about how you're feeling, but you're also asking questions that are moving you forward to solve your problems and your stressors in your daily life, right? So you're starting to actually not just ask questions, but you're starting to Um, seek support and you're starting to think about the new things that you can do. So here's how you can get to stage three. You can think, I am capable and worthy of seeking solutions, all right? I'm a problem solver, not a problem finder, right? You're saying to yourself, "Um, I, I can figure this out. I can do this. There are options. This is an opportunity, Okay, we can go back to those benefits of burnout I talked about a few weeks ago. This is an opportunity to change my life and to change the lives of others. All right, and here's what you can do. Brain dump all your challenges. List the reasons that they're challenging you. Okay, this is R, reflect on your challenges. All right, list two possible solutions to those challenges that you have that are actually within your control. All right. Now, these are just a few of the things you can do to get to stage three. This is build your flame, all right? This is where um, you've identified your triggers, your challenges. You've identified your strengths. You're now thinking about what you want for yourself, not just as a teacher, but as a human, as a mom, as a sister, you know, as a grandpa, all right? This is your life and your chance for growth and positive change. So what you can think to yourself is, I am confident about who I am and what I'm good at and what I stand for. All right? Here's what you can say to yourself. What are my strengths? What do I want to do more of? What am I good at? You know, you can ask your colleagues and your administrators, hey, what do you think I'm good at? What can I improve? Okay, this is also a place where you can start to question your habits and whether or not they are dragging you down or they are making you better. All right, so that's what you can do. Think about your habits. Take a personality assessment. All right, think about your results. And that will get you eventually. Now, this isn't going to happen like out after three or four days. This takes a lot of work, right? The solution is simple, but that doesn't mean it's easy. Okay, so stage four is build your fire. So now you're able to be intentional about making progress towards your goals because you're focusing on your strengths, you're focusing on your habits, you're focusing on the the challenges that you can control. You continually find yourself inspired by those around you rather than judging them or resenting them. How do you get to the next stage? How do you get to stage five? If you're to build your fire, right? You're so close if you're here. This doesn't mean things are easy. Things can still be hard. But remember, being a burdened teacher is being prepared for hardship. It's being prepared for those challenges because they are going to happen. It's not if, it's when. So here's how you become a burdened teacher. You say to yourself, I am strong and I am successful. I'm lucky to have what I have and to have options, All right? So you can say to a colleague, you inspire me because. And to your administrator, you could say, what changes have you noticed in me? And to yourself, you could say, what is my daily plan of action? What are my goals and what is it that I am doing daily to reach them? And these could be any goals. This can have to do with your school life or your personal life. It could be to do with loving teaching um, high school social studies again. It could be um, wanting to go to a different grade level or teach a different subject, whatever that is for you. All right? And then here's what you can do. You can consistently remind yourself that you are 100% responsible for your own life. That is a burned-in teacher. 
You can remind yourself that you that your opinion of yourself is the only thing that matters. That's a burned in teacher. You can decide on three big personal and professional goals and make them visible and take action on them daily. That's a burned in teacher. You make time in your life daily for things that bring you joy. That is a burned in teacher. You make a plan of action on your calendar and your planner of your choice and you follow it with discipline and intention. And you say no to commitments that don't bring you joy and are overextending you. That is a burned-in teacher. When you're a burned-in teacher, you feel empowered to make solid decisions about what you do and do not commit to and are as close to balanced as you feel you can be most days. All right? Balance is a fallacy. There are times in our lives where we have to focus on things at school. And there are times in our lives where we have to step back from school and focus on our personal life. But you look at your daily plan with flexibility and you know that even when things don't go the way you want, you are organized enough to get back on track and to be flexible. You're sleeping better than ever and you are rewriting your story as a journey that you are grateful for. So this is, again, looking at burnout as an opportunity because you understand that You wouldn't be able to do the things or be the person you are today without the burnout, without this story. You're grateful for the burnout. You wake up most days with a sense of passion and a renewed strength that you once thought you never possessed. So you're thinking to yourself, I am capable and worthy of continued growth and progress. You're thinking about what you're grateful for, right? You're consistently talking about your goals and reassessing how far you've come and how far you need to go, right? And you're looking and thinking about all of your capabilities. You start each day with gratitude. You make time each week to create an ideal week and make sure important commitments are on that schedule. A burdened teacher plans for fun and time to do the work that needs to be done to reach their goals. Right, And you take action whenever necessary. When you start to feel isolation, shame, stress, or overwhelm creeping in, you take action on it. You don't sit on it. You don't allow the time that it takes to go from burned in to burned out. It takes time to get burned out. It takes a lot of ignoring the challenges and ignoring your teacher brand and just going through the motions. It takes a long time for all of that to kind of fester and then just dim your flame and burn you out. Now, the other thing is, is that burned in teachers have a vision, they have a plan, they have discipline and intention. And whether or not you've heard me say that before, I want you to know that it is possible to have a vision, a plan, discipline, and intention. And on May 27th, I am launching my four-part video training series called Out the Virtual Door by Four, where I lay out what it looks like and feels like and sounds like to have a vision, a plan, and solid discipline and intention to help you to reach your goals. Now, it's called Out the Virtual Door by Four because I know that at the end of May, you know, some of you will be out of school, preparing to get out of school. But remember, being a burned-in teacher is not just dealing with things day-to-day. It's about preparing for hardship and struggle and challenge in the future. So I want to lay out what it looks like to, to create a vision, to make a plan, to build your discipline, and to set strong intention going into summer or finishing up your last few weeks of school so that you prepare yourself whether or not we are going to be in the physical classroom 
or the virtual classroom in the fall, that doesn't matter because either way, you have a solid vision, a plan, discipline, and intention. You know what it looks like, you know what it sounds like, and you'll have something to come back to when things get challenging. All right? I I wish for you that things are smooth sailing, but a lot of times they're not. That's life, right? So go to burnedinteacher.com slash waitlist. Get on the waitlist. Join us for these free video training series. I'll walk you through everything. Um, I just cannot wait. It's going to be epic. It's going to be so extremely helpful, and I cannot wait to get it started. And I can't wait for you to start your journey out of burnout and to becoming a burned-in teacher. And now when you tell people, I'm a burned-in teacher, and they say, what? What is that? What the heck is a burned-in teacher? Now you know. Or you can send them to this episode, right? So they can learn everything for themselves. (laughs) All right. I want you to take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned-in teacher. Stay home, stay safe, and I'll see you next week. Burn on. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head over to burnedinteacher.com where you can access the entire vault of Burned In Teacher podcast episodes and more information about ways I want to help you go from burned out teacher to burned in human. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave a review and a rating about the Burned In Teacher podcast. Until next time, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned in teacher. Burn on.